One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Farija from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 14 of The Art of Decluttering. This week, we'll be talking to you about decluttering and organising the outside areas of your home, so your backyard and gardens. How exciting. I really wish Simon was joining us for this episode because he is our gardener extraordinaire and everything outside. (laughs) So that's his domain, is it? Yes. Sounds very stereotypical, but that's just the way things work in our house because he loves gardening and I do not. (laughs) Yeah. So what does your garden look like? Oh, we have a beautiful garden. A bit biased, aren't I? (laughs) All right. Glad to be. Yeah. But our garden is beautiful. We live in a new estate, so we had to have a rain garden either in the backyard or in the front yard. And so we've put it in the front yard and made a dry riverbed. And we have beautiful hedges up both sides of the house. And then in our backyard, it is a stepped backyard. So we have a deck off the back of the house that Simon built and then steps up to a level ground that's all double hedged all the way around until you get to our shed on one side of our backyard near our clothesline. Yeah, it's a beautiful backyard. sounds beautiful. So your backyard is like a manicured, like you've actually got garden edges and a lawn and it's not kind of the Australian outback garden, is it? No, it is, yeah, hedged and lawned. It's beautiful. But the front yard is very Australiana. It's dry river bed and kangaroo paws and, yeah, beautiful. Sounds lovely. Yeah, I love our garden. I just don't get out there enough. Well, I'm glad that you love your garden. I wish that I could say the same about mine. I don't know if there's an opposite of being a green thumb. Like, is it a black thumb or something? Yeah, it's a black thumb. That's what I am. Yeah. That's what I am. In fact, that's not only what I am, but my husband's a black thumb too. But we are very lucky that my gorgeous dad is a green thumb. And he's probably given our garden more love over the five years we've been here than we have, which is 
I was going to say disgraceful on our behalf, but the reality is it's just not our thing. We're really not that interested in spending time out there to maintain it. We enjoy being in the garden, but actually setting it up and planting things and keeping things alive is not our forte. Yeah, and we have a mutual friend, Steve, who would – you should, like, get him to come in and do your backyard. I love backyard. that that's your suggestion. Do you know who we got to come in and do the bit of the backyard that is actually landscape? Steve. Steve and Wells. <laughs> So our good friend Steve lives only a couple of streets away from me and in, I think it was 2014, he won Australian Gardener of the Year. He is incredible and he is really good at doing drought-resistant Australiana kind of yards and he's really big in the media and you may have heard of him yourself. But he came and my only brief was this, I don't want to be able to kill it and I don't want to have to water it. (laughs) And he designed our little area that we actually landscaped. And true to his word, they're the only plants in our yard that we haven't managed to kill. So thanks, Stevie. (laughs) Oh, you're awesome, Steve. We love you. Well, we are here not to encourage our friends and listeners to garden more, but to declutter more. But go ahead and garden while you're out there if if that's your thing, if you are a green thumb and you do love it. But how do we go about making our backyard and, yeah, our outside of our house decluttered and organised, Amy? What are your Mm -hmm. suggestions? I love this idea. When I was newly married and before we had children, there was friends of ours who shall remain unnamed, but they had children a little bit earlier than we did. And we were over at their house once and I remember distinctly saying to myself, I will never let my backyard get into this state because the whole of the backyard was taken over with bikes, scooters, discarded toys, sandpit toys, play equipment that had broken and busted. Like the whole yard looked like a children's tornado had gone through there. (laughs) And I remember saying to myself, I will never, I will never. So I think what my first step with anyone that I'm helping to declutter their yard is to really walk through with fresh eyes because I think we come, become so used to what our backyards look like that we don't even notice anymore that there's a big pile of tennis balls in the garden bed or potting pots. What are they called when you bring them home from the nursery? And Is that a potting pot? Yeah. We'll just go with I that. I think so. You're talking to the wrong person here, my friend. <laughs> So if you've got potting pots, you know, they might have just been left next to the veggie garden. And I think by walking through and really re-singing your garden with fresh eyes is the first step to being able to effectively declutter it. I love that. What a great, I think that is applicable to every room in your house. Because, you know, when you have something up and you just don't see it anymore because you're so used to seeing it. Yeah, because it's visually invisible. Yes. I was working with somebody last week and she was saying, oh, I reckon if I put it up, then I would be able to decide whether or not I liked it. And I was like, yes, you will. In the, as soon as you put it up and for the first couple of days and then it will just disappear. So I love that about the garden. Look at it with fresh eyes. And I think that having... Obviously, we're always going to be encouraging our friends and listeners to use us if they need it. But it does help when you take somebody else through your backyard, you know, because then you're really looking with fresh eyes because you're like, oh, what are they seeing? So even if you get a girlfriend to come over and go, hey, can you just come through the backyard with me just so I can see my backyard with fresh eyes? Ah, that's a really good tip, Kirst. I'm going to try and do that. And, and it's even if it's your partner, like and I think the key is to not do anything as you walk through. It's just a walk through. Keep your hands by your side. Stop the temptation to pick things up or prune things as you go. It's just that initial walk through. 
So once you've done the walkthrough, Kirst, what would you say to people is the next step to really getting the declutter process started? Well, then I would say go and get a, grab a rubbish bag and take the rubbish bag around with you and get rid of anything that is broken, like the potting pots. Have it, grab them into a pile and take them to the recycling bin and yeah, go through your backyard with the garbage bin and get rid of everything that does need to be taken out of the yard and then put everything into piles. Gather like with like, as we always say, and then you're in a better position to find a home for it and to make a good home for it when you've gathered everything that looks the same. Instead of going around and going, oh yeah, I'll put this sand bucket away. And then you put it away, and but you haven't realized that you've actually got 15 other sand buckets mm. in there as well. So, yeah, what about you? What would you do next? That's really good advice. So uh, would you say do that for all of the toys and kids stuff? What if you were looking at, say, gnomes or ornaments or decorations around the yard? Would you pull all those into one place and look at them or would you assess that as you wander around? Mm, That is a fantastic question. I think you definitely need to, when you're looking around your yard with fresh eyes, you do Mm. have to be looking at the decorations and the ornaments while you're looking around. And then when you go through that decluttering stage, I think it's up to you whether or not you wanted to pull all the gnomes out and all the decorations out and reassess whether or not they should go back in. Or if you know that you're happy with everything there then that's fine leave them in there that's good and I think I'm just thinking about my own yard and I've got some beautiful candle lanterns that are hanging off the deck and I want to keep them there but I tell you what they really need a clean and so I think what I'm going to do after we've got off this call is actually go and clean them so it's not so much that they need to be decluttered it's that they're not adding to the feel of my deck that I want them to because over the course of winter they've just got dust and as spring is coming they've got pollen on them too oh that's great I hadn't even thought about ah we see we don't have a lot in our backyard we don't have very many decorations even on our deck we have the table and the chairs around the deck and we have a platter on the table with three ornaments and decorations that's all that we have on the deck and we have a fire pit on the deck that you can move around and then in the garden we don't have a lot we have a bell that used to annoy our neighbor's dog (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those hanging bells like an arch oh yeah I can picture it and then we have a few little decorations in the gardens like where the kids have got a fairy garden but we don't have a lot of decorations in the gardens it's kind of nice yeah but I love that idea of like cleaning things especially at this time of year and that's why we decided to do this episode at this time is because people are starting to get out in their gardens maybe not so much Mm. in Melbourne yet but definitely here in Sydney today we had a 30 degree day and on the the weekend was beautiful and last week we had a 35 degree day and it's only September so we're definitely getting out into our gardens more and more Mm. so I think that's a great idea to clear off all those old decorations and make sure that they're bright and shiny and beautiful to be seen again. Yeah and it might be a good time as well this time of year is to clean your play equipment and kids equipment that you've got out there like if you've got a swing set that maybe you haven't used over winter a lot it will be dirty so just to clean it off so that you don't end up trumping dirt through the house when the kids decide to get out there and there's nothing quite like seeing children swing on a swing it's like one of those I find that when I see children skipping it just says to me that child is happy and I feel the same when children swing on a swing it is just one of the most beautiful things just to watch and think that's childhood yeah and that's joy 
joy and happiness right there oh. and freedom freedom like so nice how good is swinging on a swing and that feeling of flying it's so awesome it was awesome as a kid i totally get nauseous now if i try and do it <laughs> even if i watch the kids i get nauseous <laughs> i've gotten soft in my old age <laughs> The other good thing is to go around and spray all of your kids' equipment. So if you've got a cubby house, go and spray it and make sure insect repellent it, make sure that there is no uh. red back spiders living that have made their home in your kids' equipment over the winter. It's an excellent idea. Yeah, just try and debug <laughs> that play equipment. So, Amy, where do you store your kids' soccer balls and basketballs and AFL balls and play equipment that they use out in the backyard. Yeah, awesome. So we don't have any play equipment per se, like the big structures. Um, our children are kind of past that. They much prefer open space to kick balls and throw frisbees and that kind of thing. So what we do is we actually have, no surprises here, some IKEA, but they're washing baskets. So they're like a, a mesh basket that has a wire frame. And so we have two. We have one tall one that has tennis rackets, cricket bats, anything that's kind of tall and long. They've got some badminton sets. Anything like that goes in there, cricket stumps. And then we have a smaller one, and that's where all balls go. So we've got the full range of balls, the bocce balls, tennis balls. We've got some, like, plastic golf balls out there. Then, obviously, they're soccer balls, basketballs, footballs. So we've got the two different areas, and that really does make it easier when they're packing up and when they want something. Otherwise, they were digging around at the bottom of the cricket bats to find a ball, and the cricket bats were ending up just strewn around the deck. <laughs> so they live on your deck? Yeah, they live on the deck. We just found that they were getting too weathered when they were out on the – we laid 50 square metres of concrete to create a basketball court at our place a couple of years ago. So there was paving but our boys are basketball mad. And so we went, you know what? Let's invest in actually creating a space where they can play basketball. They can also play cricket on that area. And they're just starting to ride skateboards, which is really, really cute. So that area is all for that. But yeah, that's where we keep them. And we do actually just recently have another one of the buckets that is for water guns awesome because what's melbourne summer without a couple of super soakers <laughs> yes we have our super soakers in our shed oh you've got yeah so tell me what you do because you've got a shed and garage so you might do it a bit differently yeah so we have a shed and that is where things are kept that i really need simon simon really needs to come in here and help me work <laughs> this this out because i cannot remember the last time i went in our shed i can't even picture what's in there how bad is that right because we have keys that can access the shed because we lock up the shed but okay. the kids know where that they live and so they just go and grab the keys and open the shed and lock up the shed themselves so I'm really really needed so I do know that we have super soakers in there and we do have balls all forms of balls and cricket stuff and then the soccer goals are actually kept in the garage because we've got a hook in the garage that they use it because in the shed in the backyard is also our lawnmower and all gardening tools and things like that so we can't fit too much in the shed that 
isn't used. Yeah, that you're not accessing regularly. Yeah, so as much as Oliver uses the soccer goals a lot, they're actually really big soccer goals. So they fit nicely up against our wall in our garage. So he just grabs them on his way out. So we'll get home from school and he'll go straight out into the backyard. So he just grabs them off the hook in the garage Uh and takes them out and unpacks them in the backyard. But the soccer balls are in the backyard and they usually sit in one of those big flexi Oh, yep. Perfect. Yeah, so they sit in the garage or, you know, over summer we pull them out and sit them on the rocks down near air conditioner unit. And the reality is you can then pick up the box or, you know, even the washing basket that we – it's not really a washing basket. It's more your dirty clothes hamper. You can chuck them in the car if you go into the park. Like they're so flexible and able to move. And what I would love, listeners, is for you not to think you have to go out and buy either one of those products, but for you to think really cleverly about – where do your children use outside toys and how can you store them so that they can grab them easily, but most importantly, pack them up easily? Because that's where the frustration for parents often is. It's not that the kids don't want to play. It's that they don't necessarily pack up very well. <laughs> yes. And that's we love our basket, our tub that we put it in because it's so easy to just say to the kids, nah go back out there and pack up all that stuff i don't and it doesn't take very long yeah and it's really easy for them more from us in just a couple of minutes don't forget that you can subscribe to the art of decluttering through your podcast app and we have a secret bonus episode that you can subscribe to on the art of decluttering.com.au this is episode 14 of the art of decluttering and we are talking all about decluttering and organizing your outside space we've also done episodes on kitchens pantries fridge freezers kids toys jewelry and workstations so if you're new to the art of decluttering you'll always find loads of great tips and tricks like this one from the pantry episode so the first thing that I tackle when I do pantries is I get everything out of the pantry and we get rid of anything that is past its use by date Uh anything that the clients don't use that they bought that they wish they had (laughs) used but now gone out of today and we get rid of yeah anything that's yucky anything that's like gross, like uh-huh. or has got weevils living in it. Weevils. I've never <laughs> actually seen weevils in a client's home yet. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And now back to more tips and tricks on how to organize and declutter your outdoor areas. I love being really intentional also about how much stuff we have in the backyard. Obviously, our kids are a bit older now, but what did you have when your kids were younger? Did you have sand pit? Did you have Tonka trucks? Did you have, ah. how much stuff did you have out in the backyard for your kids to play with when they were little? All of the above. We had the Hills Hoist Classic Aussie A-frame swing set. So we had one of those. And then we also had a little climbing frame that was also a cubby, like a plastic one. Mm-hmm. We had a sand pit that sat up on the deck when they were little that also then had, you know, all the sand toys and trucks and stuff around it. And I think that was it, actually. At that stage, they didn't have soccer balls and things because they really weren't interested. They wanted to play in the sand. And for the sand pit, we had one of those clams. You know how you can put yes. sand in one? And yeah, everybody has those, I think. Yes. <laughs> And how did you organise that, all those toys, when they were little? They sat in the clam. So all of the sand toys stayed in the clam until we actually opened it up and then the kids could play with them as they wanted and use the lid to actually place the toys in that they didn't want to play with at the time. Great. Excellent. Now, you don't have a pool. I don't have a pool. But how do you help your clients when they do have pools and organising their care of their pools? Yeah, so I think when you've got a pool in your backyard, you also undoubtedly have all kind of the pool accessories. And I'm not just talking about your creepy crawly cleaner. It's the pool noodles and floaties and goggles and blow-up toys and boogie boards and whatever else your kids use You want to be able to store them not only close to the pool but in a way that they're not going to be weathered by the sun because you know that you will end up having to throw them out because they'll be ruined. So there are some really clever storage solutions for around the pool. Something I will suggest that you take a note of is if you're going to use pool storage, that's like a box with a lid that you can put all the things in. Awesome because it'll protect it from the sun and you can grab it when you need it. Please just be aware that when you do things like that, you have to be within regulations of not pushing it up against the pool fence because obviously that creates a danger. So I think for pool care, a shed is another great option or even having them stored in the garage in a container that you can pull out when you're using it and then pop them back really quickly. Do you have clients with pools, Kirst? No, I haven't worked with many clients with pools. So no. So great. Thank you for teaching me how to help my clients if they do have pools. (laughs) Awesome. And I think probably the last thing worth talking about with decluttering our yards is to remember that in Australia, we are in a really high fire danger area. And so part of the decluttering is not just to get rid of the potting pots and the sand toys and the broken bits and pieces, but also to remember that you want to clear your gutters and you want to clear debris so that as you're heading into the fire season you can keep your property and your family really safe so I think if you want more information on that I would suggest that you google the CFA they'll have specific information rather than us trying to give you our limited knowledge but that is part of the overall decluttering of your backyard yes and that's the RFS in New South Wales and I'm sure if you just google fire preparedness in your state you'll find great information on how to prepare your house in case of a fire awesome so great great tips there was there anything else that you wanted to chat about amy 
Yes, that totally is. It's not anything to do with decluttering your backyard, though. <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out just to a couple of our listeners that have given us some really cool feedback in the last week. So to Marion Chapman, she left a review for us on Facebook. It says, I'm loving being inspired to go get organized. Thank you. So thanks, Marion, for leaving that review. We love that you're being inspired. And Pearl Mary has left a review saying, completely hooked. Such great tips. I love taking a walk and listening to the podcast, then taking action when I return home. So Pearl, we're super excited to be walking with you. And I love that there's so many different ways that our listeners engage. And I totally love her opening statement, completely hooked. So it sounds like you're one of our super fans, Pearl. So thank you for leaving that message too. Excellent. I do have one as well. That was a review left on iTunes. So thank you so much to everybody who's been leaving reviews on iTunes. It just so encouraging. So this one's from Miso54. It says, Kirsty and Amy do a brilliant job of helping people in their mindset when it comes to organization and decluttering. Brilliant podcast and would highly recommend you have a listen. So thank you, Miso54, for that beautiful review. And we love, love, love hearing everybody's raving reviews of this show. It's such an encouragement and just um, helps us to be inspired to come back every week and create new content for you to listen to and help you declutter your home and make it beautifully organized. So thank you. Yay. Thank you, everyone. Have an awesome week. Go out into your backyard and give it a bit of a declutter and enjoy the freedom. Bye. See ya. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a girlfriend a favor and share this episode so she too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook at simplyorganizedpo. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as feelslikehomepo. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app. So if there's anything you want more information on, then check it out there. If you love what you hear, we would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes and you can always subscribe to us. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some great tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home organized. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.